my friend, and welcome. Are you prepared to become a master storyteller? <laughs> Be warned, the road may get bumpy. <laughs> but take heart, for narrative navigation, character cartography, and exposition expedition, this is your Storyteller Outpost. I'm going to tell you a secret. It might seem obvious, but you can't steer a parked car. You might have the best premise, an excellent main character, and great dialogue. But that won't mean anything if you're stuck in the literary parking garage. The good news is, the way to get your story on the road is stupid easy. If you know what it is. The backbone of your story's plot, the key to the audience's attention, and the driving force of your hero can be summed up in one word. And thankfully, in one episode. <laughs> With help from psychology experts, we are going to dive into step two of the secret seven key plot steps. Are you ready? Then let's talk about goals. Ugh. <laughs> I hate goals. Uh, a goal or desire is the driving force of your story. Personally, I can't stand goals. I don't like being told what to do. I just don't like the word goal. I'm gonna call it a quest. <laughs> um, goals irritate me, but if your hero has no goal or no quest, you're dead in the water. Frankly, it doesn't even need to be a good goal, but the minute your character wants something, the audience wants it too. And more often than not, they will be enthralled until your hero gets it. The moment the goal is achieved, the audience is gonna lose interest. So this big goal will span the entire length of your story. John Truby writes in his book, Anatomy of Story, the hero's desire is the external, tangible goal that he has throughout the span of the story. The desire may bend and it may amplify, but it must not inherently change. If it does, then you've just started a new story. This desire is an external goal that the audience can definitively recognize whether or not it has been won or lost at any given point in time. Even a multi-book series needs an overarching goal. A famous example would be Harry Potter. The goal of the series is to defeat the Dark Lord, but each individual book has a goal or quest of its own. Secure the Sorcerer's Stone, close the Chamber of Secrets, destroy the Horcruxes, etc. But the goal of the series remained the same, defeat the Dark Lord. And once that goal was achieved, series over. I once received a dear text from a wonderful friend at like 3 a.m. He said, I have to go to Siberia, defeat the snakes, and find the people who will tell me cute little gems of happiness in exchange for hugs. And before this, I will sell everything I have. First of all, I've never received a better text message in my life. And as I read it, I thought, yes, yes, please do. I would watch every minute of that. Then I realized that kind of sounded creepy. But <laughs> something about a goal or desire, a quest, is just so fundamental to humans. We can't help getting roped in. We need a quest. It's in our nature. We need to watch other people achieve their goals because we need that assurance that it's possible for us too. Last episode, we talked about the need or the weakness. This is not the goal. You must have both of them, but they cannot be combined. For example, in the movies, books, Lord of the Rings, I'm not actually a huge fan, but <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, in Lord of the Rings, the goal is basically 
to throw a ring into a volcano. Don't string me up for that super basic summary. But the weaknesses of the characters are problems like greed, dishonesty, cowardice, laziness, fear, pride, etc. The quest is not to solve these problems. The quest is to throw a ring into a volcano. But by going after this goal, they're forced to confront their weaknesses and learn. So two different things not to be confused or combined. Make sure to keep them both poignant and separate. Don't skimp out on either one. At this point, you're probably like, okay, Jules, goal is important. Got it. But how do you make one? Well, as I've mentioned, I hate goals. So um, I've never actually looked into how to make a goal before. But this week, that's all I did. And holy crap, I wish I'd done it before. Because what I found on stupid New Year's resolution blogs was absolutely invaluable for plot design. I was blown away. One of my favorite ones I found recommended three tips for goal creation. So listen to these and think about plot. Number one, your goal should be time sensitive. Number two, your goal should be large in nature. Number three, your goal should be specific and measurable. It's almost like they were literally talking about plot creation. It's perfect. Okay, starting with step one. Have you ever seen Back to the Future? When they go back at the end to save Doc, they only give themselves like 10 minutes. Nobody in their right mind would give themselves only 10 minutes to save the day. So why did the writers do that? Because when the goal is time sensitive, it creates tension faster than anything. The bomb will go off in three seconds. You have five hours to get the money or lose your family. The wedding starts right now. The first thing your goal is gonna need is a time sensitive deadline. Raise the stakes, heighten the tension. A problem or quest that the hero can walk away from is a story that the audience can walk away from. Your second step is to make sure the goal is large in nature. You've probably noticed, but uh, the world tends to need saving quite a bit in movies. The world, the universe, the multiverse, the entire concept of time and humanity and space and existence. Personally, I think Hollywood has taken this a little bit too far. But the idea is to pick a goal that's massive and has real consequences. Make it matter and push the hero as far as you can. Don't be afraid to make achieving the goal seem completely impossible. It should feel totally daunting. Because think about it. The reason that we tell stories to each other is to encourage and warn and empower each other. Just for fun, I looked up a list of goal slash desire slash quest ideas online. And I have to say, I've never laughed so hard in my life. Uh, I don't think it's actually a good idea to directly pick one of these because they're all a little bit cliche and I think they've all been done before. But I'm going to share the list anyway as a start and possibly some really fun date night ideas. Here we go. Change a law. Become a soldier. Run a marathon. Procure top secret information for a foreign government. Fix up an old house. Journey to a faraway country or planet. Assassinate the king. Become famous. Kidnap a person. Break up a couple. Go into hiding. Become immortal. Find a particular object. Destroy a particular object. Get someone falsely convicted of a crime. Learn a foreign language. Develop a vaccine. Have a baby. Become a church member. Plant a garden. Set a building on fire. Get a tattoo. Find a missing person. Start a revolution. 
make contact with the aliens, and finally retire. <laughs> I told you it's great for date night ideas. I triple dog dare you. Anyone who does may email me for a prize. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, anyway, some other gems I found from goal setting psychology experts. Having a goal will give you a sense of direction. It's gonna keep your story on track. It'll help you to see the bigger picture because if you don't plan the ending, you can't complain about how things end up. It helps provide pacing and motivation. So the goal is achieved or for some reason fails at the end of the story. So the steps to achieve it should be scattered with increasing frequency leading up to the climax at the end. That is probably the most practical straight up advice in the episode, so let me say it again. The goal is achieved, or for some reason fails, at the end of the story. So the steps to achieve it should be scattered with increasing frequency leading up to the climax at the end. Basically, it's like plotting in reverse. You're gonna take the steps to achieve the goal and you're gonna even them out with increasing frequency towards the end. I've said that three times now. Hope it makes sense. If it doesn't, email me. We can do like a Zoom chat or something and I'll explain in detail. Okay, some other bits of goal setting wisdom. Some of these are going to apply to you as the writer and some of them are going to apply to the hero. I found the SMART acronym, which stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Time Bound. So basically, find the goal, figure out what it is, break it down, develop a plan, take action, keep perspective, identify potential obstacles, and be accountable. So these seven story elements that we've been studying the past two episodes are actually the basic components of the psychological process of growth. That's the reason why they're so effective, because it's not made up. It's us. It's our story as humans. Desiring, failing, blaming, justifying, spiraling, facing death, giving up, and only then reflecting and growing. That's what we do, every one of us. So let your hero struggle. Give them a monstrous challenge. Put on the pressure, raise the stakes, and tell a story that will clutch at the heart of anyone who hears it. Let the listener know that this life is real. Their struggles may seem impossible, but they can triumph. It is possible. A story told like that becomes a love letter, a care package from the universe, begging the listener not to stop, not to give up. A message of courage and hope far more powerful than any plain words. That's why I love stories, and that's why I want to write them. I believe in you, storyteller. Go change the world. And I'll see you next week at your Storyteller Outpost. What, what? Over already? Well, back to the ordinary world with you. <laughs> Come on and make it a better place, Storyteller. <laughs>